0: Hello everyone, my name is Pablo Caroga. I'm your host, and this is Devotion Freeze presented by Field Talk. This is the show where we explore the story behind Legends in the Making and discover actionable knowledge we can all leverage in our daily life. Now, performance sports, nutrition, meditation, innovation, creativity, heart intelligence, the evolution of technology, and discovery of flow state are just a few of the topics we love explore a devotion freeze now I've been a little bit on and off here past couple weeks months maybe um, and it's because (laughs) there's a lot of other things going on in my life I'm totally stoked to be sharing with you guys um, very soon I promise Um, (laughs) I think I've said that in a couple of the past episodes Uh, but yeah a lot of updates a lot of awesome positive things happening um, in my life and, and people connected to me uh, so really quickly, what I do want to do, I want to take the moment to uh, give a lot of shout out and, and love to some of the humans, to some of the people that are involved with Fuel Talk and make this show and all the th- two other shows that we have um, a reality. And one person in particular, uh, they've been with me uh, for, for a while now, and they, he, he's an amazing soul, has a huge heart. Uh, And that's Jason Husky. Uh, He's super passionate about what he does. Uh, Anything to do with producing uh, sound, music, and uh, creativity, it just flows out of him. And also his beautiful um, girlfriend, friend, and uh, life partner, uh, Sanam. Sanam is an amazing human being. um, And we were uh, actually introduced to each other. At our previous Feel Talk Summit. So I'm super stoked to have her on board and creating with Feel Talk. Uh, she has one of our new shows called Sunam's Rainbow Bridge. So if you're into meditation or want to explore a little bit, definitely check out that podcast. Today we drop into flow with Chrissy Blair, the co-founder of Kalumi Health. Some believe getting an MBA will mark your path to purposeful careers. Yet learning processes, supply chain management, relationships, branding, and execution are tested and refined in-field. Chrissy is a great example of someone who is hardworking, focused, 100% mission driven, and most importantly, devoted to what she does day in and day out. Even though correlations between endurance sport athletes and business owners are plentiful, there's one performance component that is really difficult to assess. And that's mental performance. Without knowing it or not, Chrissy is developing mental endurance and one that is completely and totally inspiring a lot of entrepreneurs out there, especially for young ladies who want to carve out a business path for themselves. It takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there and a ton of grit to keep going. So without further ado, let's drop into Chrissy's devotion.
1: Last couple of years would put me, let's see, March of 2016, put me in New York. I was there for modeling and I was there with Jayla. Um, and yeah, at that time I was really pursuing my modeling career, um, focusing on that, but I had a really, really huge interest in health and so did Jayla. And that's why we bonded um, and became really close as we would just sit around and walk around New York and talk about different health things, um, struggles we were both going through, uh, skin ailments, things like that, and what we had found that was working. And that's kind of what we can talk about later is what inspired the company. But that's where I was about two years ago, um, from Florida originally. Um, Been kind of traveling all around uh, kind of the world and also mostly around the U.S. Um, But then fast forward to now, I'm based in L.A., been here for about five years.
0: That's awesome. So you started off your career uh, modeling, then.
1: Yes, I moved from. Well, I started in Florida, where I grew up. Um, where,
0: where in Florida did you grow up?
1: I grew up in Orlando, and then I went to school in St. Augustine, which is just north. I think it's about an hour and a half, two hours.
0: That's crazy. I grew up in Orlando.
1: Oh, oh what really?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I really uh, cool. actually I, I ended up. Yeah, I did. Um, All the way into, I went to Rollins. That's right there.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then St. Augustine. I know a ton about St. Augustine. Um, I had some friends that went to that college there. Apparently, that place is like uh, haunted. Is that
1: yeah? Is that well, we heard yeah, we heard stories of that in college. Flagler, um,
0: right? Flagler University. Flagler
1: College, yeah. yeah Flagler and college. I had heard stories about some of the other dorm rooms that were up near the ballroom or something. Wouldn't <laughs> hang things on the wall, and they told them that you can't hang anything on that wall. And then if you did, it would like fall off. And they oh, say the ghosts. They didn't want anything. Else.
0: Wow. That's, that's, wow. That's crazy that, okay. So you grew up in Orlando?
1: Yeah. I grew up in Orlando, went to school in St. Augustine. And then I moved back to Orlando just after I graduated for the summer break. And that's where I was modeling a lot. So I was modeling there and in Tampa and kind of in Miami.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Orlando's, um, I don't think we're going off topic here, but Orlando is such an interesting place because it's right in the middle of Florida. And if people who don't know who, the, the the culture and like how the dynamic of Florida, it's like v- extremely diverse, you know, the, the, the more South you go, um, the more you should probably be aware of like other languages, specifically Spanish. Oh. Right. <laughs> and, and definitely Miami is super international and yeah. I mean it's a very cosmopolitan city. Um, you know, Orlando still has, a, I think, a few years behind Miami. But then, you know, you, the, the more northern you go, um, I guess, the more south you get in culture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, so Florida's a cool spot. Um, a lot of a lot of great surf towns, New Smyrna. Big yeah. shout out to New Sermona. I used to skip school to go surfing in New Sermana, So um, Yeah, I used to
1: be there all the time as well with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I wasn't allowed to go there because my parents were really strict growing up. And there was only the two-lane road when I was there. Um, yeah. You know, the one going one way and one coming back. And they were like, no, it's too dangerous. You can't go there. So I was a bad girl. I would lie and say I was going to SeaWorld. And I was like, well, it's not totally <laughs> a lie. Like, it is the sea. We are in a world.
0: <laughs> and wow. then
1: yeah, we were really going to New Smyrna. Luckily, nothing ever happened.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Did you surf? Did you grow up surfing there?
1: Um, no, I wasn't really a surfer. I'm kind of a wimp when it comes to being in the ocean i I was swimming a lot and playing you know like volleyball on the beach and just chilling (laughs)
0: yeah it's funny and now and now it kind of loops around to having uh almost a very scene or or sea marine based kind of product now right yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a sec so all right cool so you're you're modeling in new york um and you meet your co-founder how did you actually meet her do you remember the first conversation you had with her or was yeah. it, you know, oh, in the yeah. back back room changing somewhere or, <laughs> you know, did no, someone fall? Like, how did it happen?
1: It's cooler than that. It's, um, <laughs> so I graduated college, moved home for the summer, was modeling in Orlando and Tampa, and I had taken a random trip out to California and shot with this photographer who was really good. And they were my best photos I ever had. And when my agent back in Tampa saw them she was like i'm submitting these to an agency in milan we're getting you signed in milan and i didn't know what that meant i was like what why and she called me back and she's like you wouldn't believe it that this one agency actually wants to take you and i didn't i didn't know what that stuff was i didn't wasn't really familiar in the modeling industry but i kind of just decided why not i just graduated i'll go to italy for a while so the day i get there um, it was all very crazy, like traveling internationally alone for the very first time. Um, and I was young at the time. And I get to the model apartment, uh, which is very common when you travel internationally for modeling. There's a there's model apartment and there's a ton of girls. And my particular one was, I think, eight of us. And Jayla was the second one that I met. And she was Australian. So she was really the only one that spoke English really well. Um, because everyone else, you know, was from other countries. It was sure. from Spain, uh, from Norway, but um, that's where we met and we kind of instantly became friends. Sorry, I have cats and they're meowing. Um, but that was, I think, six years ago now. So that's where we first met.
0: Very cool. That's awesome. That's, a, that's a, I mean, six years um, and, then, and then end up, you know, being on this uh, new venture. That's really cool. Yeah.
1: It's been a a long ride (laughs) for the two of us as friends for sure.
0: Yeah. So, um, okay. So you're modeling in, in New York and what happens after New York? Uh, you went, I know you went back to Orlando and then back to California. So what took you out to California? Was it work or?
1: So actually, um, just to back up a little bit, when I finished my time in Milan, which was about two months, I came back to Orlando And I had this new confidence and new uh, whole thought about what modeling was. So when I first started modeling, it was just a temporary thing until I found a design job. that's what I um, got a degree in was graphic design. But when I went to Milan, I got signed there and I was working there. I I worked for guests there um, down in Florence. And I was like, wow, I can actually work for guests. This is so cool. Um, And it gave me this new confidence and, so basically what I did was when I moved home to Orlando after Milan, which was like six years ago, I worked really hard and saved all my money. And I was like, I'm moving to California because that's where that photographer was that I had shot with okay. that got those great photos. And he had been calling me. He's like, you need to get out here. This is the best market for you. And I just listened to him. I felt like he was right. And I saved up and I moved all by myself. Um, to LA with, well, it was actually OC first with like $6,000. And I was like, well, I have enough to get me through four months there. And then if I, if I run out of all of it, I'll just go back home (laughs) and I'm still here five years later. So the New York trip where I rekindled my relationship with Jayla was just a, like a, well, it was a three-month trip that turned into a six-month trip to pursue modeling in New York. Because it's kind of like you start in one market and then you might, you know, venture out into other markets as well as you're growing your career. So that was kind of my next step to grow my career as a model, which really just ended up um, starting a business with Jayla. <laughs>
0: wow. That's yeah. Great. Uh, it's insane how how that all works, huh?
1: Totally modeling. I feel like right now modeling was what was going to bring me to Jayla to start a business and also was going to prepare me to be the face of the company and be comfortable in front of, you know, cameras and talking in front of people and things like that. Because I hated that before I did modeling.
0: So have you ever uh, started your own business before? Is this your first one?
1: No, it's our first venture. I've had little, I've always been entrepreneurial mind. I've always done little side businesses on my own. Like obviously as an artist, I would sell some of my artwork in college. Um, And then I, in the modeling industry, would always like branded myself and I'd set up all my own test sheets to build my portfolio and um, I'd style my own photo sheets and I made a book um, for... Fans that I have through the UFC, I designed the whole book and sold it, um, and that was kind of like little businesses that I had on the side. The health is is um, it's beauty products that you eat is basically just the quick sum up of it. But it's it's a formula of all of our favorite beauty boosting ingredients that are functional, so they're filling, but they're also going to make your hair, skin, and nails healthier.
0: Well, I think everyone should have that, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just saw we couldn't find that. And we were traveling a lot. And, you know, you're getting your hair pulled on every day and fried from heat and you're getting weird makeup put on your skin all the time. And we're traveling a lot, which is the biggest part for me that really gets gets me is I don't sleep well and then I'm not, you know, I'm not hydrated from the traveling. So we needed something that could help us while we were having to do all that. know not hurt us and everything else that we were kind of offered through pre-packaged foods wasn't cutting it for us
0: sure so can you talk to us about the story of how you actually um you know vetted all the different types of ingredients that could optimize you know these targets that that you're speaking to um in terms of hair nails and, and and skin uh and So yeah, talk to us about that journey, like how you chose the ingredients and, and what that was like for you guys.
1: Yeah. So it all seemed very meant to be, um, because it came together really quickly and almost very effortlessly, but it all came from a recent, um, a recent just experience with bone broth. So I. I was actually vegan for two years and long story short, I felt great, but I actually wasn't healthy. I got blood work done and I was really deficient and a lot of things. And, um, my gut was really sensitive to everything I ate. It felt like anything I ate, I'd get bloated and I just, I don't know, it was really strange. So I talked to Jayla about it and her mom's an, um, a naturopathic doctor Australia and she was saying bone broth and I'm like well I'm vegan I can't have bone broth (laughs) um but I decided to try the chicken bone broth like organic free range and almost instantly my stomach felt so much better and I actually noticed my skin looking amazing and I told Jayla and she's like oh yeah it's been around forever people always take that for hair skin and nails and I'm like what that's crazy so We were buying bone broth and it was, it was pretty expensive. And I, I tried to make it myself and it was very time consuming and it's not easy in a New York kitchen. So I was chatting with her one day and I'm like, I love bone broth, but how can we get this in a way that we can travel with? It's just easier. And she actually knew about collagen, the beef based collagen. And she was like, well, there's this thing called collagen. And I was like, well, I'm not going to have beef based products. But that sounds cool. So I just did some further research and I found one that was derived from fish. And going from going vegan to birds and fish was easier for me. I didn't, I didn't like the idea of ever me- eating beef or pork again. So I, I got so excited when I found marine collagen and we got some samples.
0: Preliminary animal and clinical studies have found that collagen possesses medicinal properties that can help promote human health and well-being. Now, people in the Far East have been using this for a very, very long time, and now marine collagen-based products are being promoted and marketed and developed here in the U.S. Marine collagen is made of collagen peptides derived from fish and has the most efficient absorption of all collagen types. Marine collagen is actually environmental-friendly and sustainable as it uses parts of the fish that are normally thrown away. Some of the benefits of marine collagen peptides are helping in improving bone strength, helping to reduce skin aging and scars, may help stabilize blood sugar and lower cholesterol levels, and marine collagen peptides may offer antioxidant value and antibacterial benefits. So definitely check it out. If you want to learn more about marine collagen, we'll have some links on our blog. So
1: why don't we make a protein bar? Um, And it was literally instant like that. And she was like, well, what are we gonna mix it with? And I, we were eating together at a cafe and I looked down and I had a sweet potato patty on my salad and I was like, sweet potato. She was like, yes, I love sweet potato. (laughs) And then we were talking about how sweet potato is so great for your skin. It has vitamin C, it has vitamin A. Um, And we were like, yeah, that'd be perfect. And then we were just kind of throwing around some ideas and I'm like, ooh, have you ever had cashew cream? Let's do let's add cashew cream to it as well. And so I soaked some cashews. We went and got some um, sweet potatoes and we had the marine collagen and at the time we first whipped it up, that's really all it was. And then I think I added some lemon zest and rosemary that I had. and um, it tasted awesome. It was totally different at the time. Um, but yeah, that's that's how it all first happened.
0: <laughs> wow, wow. I, I know we were, we, we heard your, your cat's earlier, that's my dog outside too right now, so I apologize oh, yeah, for
1: that,
0: yeah. <laughs> he's a pup. Um, anyways, so, you know, th- actually, you know, talking about my dog and sweet potato, my, my wife and I, we bake sweet potato um, twice right. a week and we cut it up into, you know, small pieces. And I mean, they're not like French fries, but they're kind of like that shape. And, um, and, and we feed that for treats, you know, to, to Gaston, our dog. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we've, we've actually just, uh, we froze a bowl yesterday and he's loving them frozen too, which is crazy. That's
1: great. Yeah. Jayla has a dog, um, a Frenchie and she tells me how much he loves sweet potatoes as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. Yeah. And I'm actually plant-based as well. I've been plant-based for a year now. Um and I totally feel you um when you know there there are some I've had like a total roller coaster with being plant based. Um, especially since right about 10 hours a week or high intensity, some are low. Um protein, you know, I've been getting it from just plant sources or you know, or rice. Um Lentils and things like that, but I have, I I have felt, um, that it's a, a little bit tougher to, um, to recover sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do suffer from like a lot of inflammation. Um, so I've been using, um, like hemp oils and stuff to, to combat that. Um, but you know, I, I, I totally understand how when you first heard, you know, beef collagen, you're like, oh, wow, that's like totally opposite of where I've been, you know, for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but being close to the ocean and the sea from the ocean, right, it's natural too. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they grow by themselves. Uh, I could totally see that, uh, you know, with algae and with fish and, and things like that. Um, I was looking at one of the ingredients. I'm originally from Peru. I know you use yacon syrup. Cool.
1: Amazing, yeah.
0: Yeah, and and, and yacon um, is great for a lot of things. And you know, I was actually recently reading a little bit more about it. Um, why did you guys want to choose, why did you choose yacon for like a yeah. sweetener?
1: Yeah, so um, we didn't plan to use any sweeteners at all in the very beginning. And we didn't have sweeteners when we were doing the homemade version. Um, but when we moved into bars, um, the actual production of shelf-stable bars, we found that we needed a sweetener actually. It's part of you know formulation. And we tried everything to avoid it. And then we did some further research and we were like, actually, there's one thing, there's one sweetener that exists that's actually healthy, like actually good for you. I mean, honey is 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 good for you to some degree, but it's still high in sugar. Um, And this Yukon syrup is not only great for, you know, it's low GI, so it's good for people um, like diabetics, it doesn't spike their blood sugar, Um, but it's been proven to help feed um, good bacteria in our guts. And that's kind of what we're all about, is something that helps our gut. And that's why, you know, we we were originally brought to the collagen. Um, So it just seemed to perfectly fit in with what we are doing and it helped us create the product in the way we needed it to exist um so we yeah basically we weren't looking for it but we stumbled upon it and it ended up being a super food that we actually really love that we use so
0: yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome it's very we cool
1: ship that in from peru from a family-owned farm which is nice too we want to go visit them soon
0: <laughs> yeah yeah if you guys ever um go definitely definitely give me a shout out tell you yeah. where all all the good spots to uh all the unbeaten paths you know
1: yeah yeah that's exactly what we need
0: (laughs) yeah definitely go out i mean even if it's you'll you'll find so much more than than yacon um yeah and you'll you'll be uh uh, fueling up your your bars i mean i love the you know all the different flavors can you can you give me a rundown of the different uh, bars that you have
1: yeah, so we have three, and then we just launched our fourth. So my favorite is Lemon Love, and that's the original. So that's the one I basically made in my kitchen the first time. Um, and then we have Sweet Potato Pie, which we call Sweetie Pie, Cinnamon Vanilla Coconut. Um, and then we have Cocoa Kiss, which is basically like a healthy brownie. Um, it's the least sweet out of all of them and then we have the newest one which is called cheeky chai and that one is made with turmeric and black pepper which helps you absorb the turmeric and activate the turmeric and then we also have ginger in there and cardamom some other spices so it's our most as kind of spicy savory one
0: awesome i love how you're activating turmeric i put turmeric in my coffee as well as it's, it's really, it's another uh, great, you know, inflammation, um, yeah. warrior, uh, cool. So in, in this whole, like, you know, journey of choosing the ingredient or actually, you know, um, realizing why certain ingredients are better than others. Um, it's really awesome that you're, uh, is it Hyla? Is, is how you pronounce uh jayla jayla, jayla. Okay. jayla. Yeah. sorry but sometimes i pronounce things in latin you know spanish words oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so jayla so you know
1: jayla too. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so you know her her mother had had uh, some really great suggestions and and yeah. shine some light on uh you know um a, an awesome path um yeah so that's part of the, 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 the product itself. And then, you know, you're also a graphic designer background. I'm, I mean, your brand is stellar, right? It popped out to me in, in the sea of all these other brands at that expo. It really, that's really awesome. um, had a, a strong identity. So can you speak to me a little bit about that journey of creating that brand identity and what it really means to you? You know, what's, what, what do you want other people to feel when they interact with Kalumi?
1: Totally. I'm really glad that you recognize that and you know what identity is as well. So that was my favorite thing that I studied in um, graphic design school was um, identities and branding. When we got onto that topic, I was like, whoa, I love this because it's creating a personality for a company or for a product and it's kind of like storytelling, you know, you get to make up this character and the things they do and the things they like and bring that story to life. So for me, that was my favorite thing in school. And after I graduated, I obviously wasn't doing that because I was focusing on modeling. So when we had this product down, when we, when we made the formula in our kitchen, I went like straight to my computer and started drafting up ideas for what the, the wrapper would look like. And that's kind of where I started really forming who Kulumi would be. And I had like fashion magazines spread out. And it was basically Jayla and I um, formed into this imaginary girl that was like the girl we strive to be and our inspiration, basically. Um, And we kind of had an idea of what she looked like and how old she was and where she shopped. And like I said, it was basically a combo of us, but... Um, on the next level of who we want to be in the future as well. Um, So I, that's why we called it Kalumi because we wanted it to sound like someone's name um, who sounds a little beachy because as you know, we love the beach. Um, And yeah, I just kind of pulled from all of that inspiration and came up with our key things that we were all about, um, who she was and had a blast kind of forming who like what our colors are, And I really wanted people to feel good about themselves when they saw the product. Because for me, I'm the kind of person who will work all day on a modeling job or whatever. And when I'm done, I go to Whole Foods and I buy my favorite kombucha or my favorite pressed juice. And I don't look at the price. It's all about my experience. Like I'm pampering myself because I just worked really hard. So I'm pampering myself with health. And then I'd go to Sephora and buy like you know maybe my favorite highlighter or something that was like cruelty free and made me feel good. And the experience I had at Sephora was like, I don't know I bought this beauty product feeling like I was gonna be beautiful and stuff because the packaging was so beautiful and like sometimes like even the touch and the colors and everything brings this beauty experience um like high-end products. And then the feeling I had from kombucha and stuff, Um, was a good feeling on the inside like oh I'm pampering myself and I said why can't we merge those into one thing that does both so this product you're gonna love the way you feel on the inside because it's it's good for you and it doesn't make you gross it fills you up but it looks pretty and it makes you think I'm pampering myself on the outside as well like this is something for my skin and um, I deserve this kind of thing. Um, so yeah, that's, it was basically combining the inside with the outside experience and a high end classy way. Um, and that that's when we, I was able to kind of put the personality with that.
0: Yeah. And w- you know, one thing I want to point out and, um, my, my my hats off i don't wear hats but that's just a saying um, <laughs>
1: um
0: yeah how can i say this like i really appreciated how you had um very different looking um people at your booth uh, like the, yeah. they were all different and and you know compared to every single other booth that i went to they're all like the same everyone behind the table was the same like they all looked the same <laughs> but yeah. at your spot everyone was different and i was like you know, it, cause I'm different too. I mean, fit, you know, aesthetically I look different than, um, you know, most, uh, Americans. So I, I definitely appreciated that. And, and it, it, um, allowed me to lean in, you know, a little bit that's further. Funny. Um, so definitely keep that, you know, noted cause I, you know, we, we do live in a very international place, um, you know, and, and that's the market. Um, so yeah,
1: totally. You know, yeah. And that's one really thing.
0: appreciated that.
1: Ah, thank you. And I'm glad you noticed that. But that's definitely a big thing for Jayla and I. I mean, we look a lot alike and we get called twins all the time. And we have fun with it. But we want to through Kalumi show that beauty is on the inside, not the outside. And everyone has a different idea for what beauty is. And through modeling, sometimes it can feel a little bit like you have to look like this, you have to be like this, this isn't good enough. And we wanted to make sure with Kalumi, we weren't doing that. So we love having a wide variety of different cultures and, um, just backgrounds involved in our brand.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. What are, what have been some of the challenges that you've, um, that you guys have had with, uh, with Kalumi? you know, with your, I guess, from a business perspective.
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like there's definitely been challenges and I forget about them cause I have this thing where I like really focus on the positives and I journal a lot, but being honest and wanting to share with others who are also wanting to do the same thing. Um, there's constantly walls that present themselves that seem like you're never going to get over them or past them, but you do somehow, somehow something always happens and you get through it. So some struggles, um, in the beginning, the biggest one was probably co-packers for us. It was really hard. Um, not only finding them, but then finding the right one and then, after that finding one that was there for the long run so to be honest like even the one we're with you know recently like maybe six months ago we originally thought we'd be with them in the long haul and we had to end up switching just for logistic reasons and things and we're aware that you know as we grow that might we might have to get an additional co-packer um so the co-packer experience is definitely um I think for us is the hardest part because we don't have control completely either. Just like with everything else, we're in charge and we can kind of watch everything that's happening. And with um, the co-packer, you know, it'd be different if we were making it; it was under our roof. But um, there's positives to it. But that was our biggest um, thing in the beginning: finding the right co-packer. Um, and then just beyond that, um, when you're creating a new category like we have. Um, there's different price points involved and there's a lot of education that has to be shared on the product. And it can be challenging, uh, trying to get it into retail because, um, sometimes people don't have the time to really look at it and figure out why it's priced the way it is or why it's different. Um, or sometimes they lack the creativity to understand why it's different. So it's our job to, you know, not give up and find other ways to explain that might translate better for them. Um, But it is a challenge when you're creating a new category. So those are probably the two biggest things for us.
0: And then how how do you um, work through these challenges as a team, like between you and Jayla?
1: Yeah, well, we just kind of learned like somehow things always work out. And we just kind of will sit down and say, okay, here's our issues. What are some ways that we think we can work through this? And we'll just kind of come up with a list of ideas um, sleep on it, and then start the process of whatever things we've decided to try. Um, with the retail side of it, like I was kind of saying before, we don't give up and we just kind of say like, here's the ones we want to be in and we see why it's going to work. Here's why it's going to work. And then we try to figure out how to translate that to the person we're speaking with. Um, and we just kind of try different ways. If, if that's not working, then how else can we try it? So we'll work together on um, new ideas and new ways of approaching them.
0: When you're now working on Kalumi Health, what are you doing?
1: Uh, it's our whole life right now. <laughs> we'll model. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. so Jale is actually modeling um, tomorrow and the next day in Miami. So that's why she couldn't join us today. Um, and then I'm leaving next week, um, for a job for modeling as well. Um, and then when we're not doing one of those two things, we're hanging out with our pets. She loves her dog. I'm with my cats all the time. Um, like to work out, um, just hang out. At the right. Weekend. So you're, so
0: you're <laughs> both still modeling besides yeah. doing, doing this on top. Wow. Yeah. Damn. You're just going at it, man. You're just going at it. Fearless. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's the thing, too, that can be um, another uh, challenge when you're starting a new company is you're not necessarily going to make money right away. So everything we make, we put back into the business. Um, We've only been in business for about a year and three months. So um, we're really focused, focused on keeping that, you know, any profits going back into the business. So we're not taking money from the company yet. Um, so modeling allows us to, you know, provide for ourselves, spare rent, eat, <laughs> um, but we don't let it get in the way of Kulumi, Kulumi sure. is our main focus. So it works out really, really nicely. I think we're really lucky to have that.
0: So why, I mean, why, why do all of this? You know, if you can, if you could have like, if you could continue, you know, growing, let's say your, 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 um, your modeling path right? If if you could just enhance that and grow that and, you know, definitely take care of yourself doing that stuff. I mean, why, why add Kalumi to, to your life?
1: Um, it's fulfilling on another level when you're um, creating your own passion and sharing it with the world. So Modeling isn't controlled by the model, really. Um, obviously, there's a lot they can do to better their career and to be successful. But at the end of the day, it's in the hands of the agent, probably even more so than the client. Um, and so it's really hard to have like a clear structure for how you're going to get to where you want to be um, through modeling. So in a way, it's not as fulfilling. Like, don't get me wrong, I've had... Um, my fun with modeling and I, I love that I do it, but it wasn't fulfilling on a deeper level for me. Um, and I can't speak for Jayla cause I'm not sure completely her, um, motivation for this, but I believe it would be similar. Um, and we just love health so much that to be able to share that with the world is really, really cool. So yeah, I just think I've kind of lost track now. <laughs> But um, yeah, just I just wanted to fulfill, like, feel fulfilled in what I was doing, um, and sharing Kalumi with the world to me is way more exciting.
0: Yeah, so so you know, doing doing Kalumi and growing Kalumi and making everything happen for it, what what exactly are you extracting from that process? that is fueling you because I, every time you start talking about Kalumi, it's totally different than when you're talking about modeling. So it, it's very mm-hmm. obvious that, you know, you have a lot of passion in this and you're totally down to, you know, taking it as far as you, as you can. Right. So yeah. but what, what exactly, I mean, could you kind of pinpoint, um, you know, very specifically, like what, what is it that you really, really enjoy from it?
1: Um, just honestly, there's so much that I enjoy from it. It's hard to pick the one thing, but I think the overall driving factor is just bringing something new to the world that okay. isn't already there and people are loving it. They're like, Whoa, thank you so much. Like I get so excited when people personally email us or write us on Instagram and they're like, thank you so much for making a, a really great product. I feel really good. And that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so fulfilling. I'm doing something that's making a lot of other people happy, and I'm doing it in a new, unique way for them, like Jayla and I are. So I think that's our main thing that's really fulfilling.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. And I remember tasting it there too, and it had an amazing taste. Even though I'm not your like your demographic, but yeah. So uh, let me ask you that. So do you guys ever envision, you know, doing something for for males?
1: Yeah, we definitely would love to in the future. Um, We really wanted to start out, um, that's why it was branded so specific, was we really wanted to start out with a smaller target audience that we could speak to directly that we knew really well. So because we're the consumer and we are female, we felt we could really focus on that, Aspect and Avenue in the beginning and build a really strong community of like-minded people um, in that way and then once once that's kind of a more known thing and we've grown a bit more I think it could be really great to do something special for men as well
0: Awesome, I know, you know with with businesses and you know starting very bootstrapped um, and having to learn I mean, cause if this is your first venture, do you have a soundboard or people advising you on how to kind of do this entire, um, you know, venture, or are you just kind of, um, you know, winging and, and, and learning yeah. as you go, or maybe a mix of both? I don't know.
1: Uh, kind of a mix of both, but we, I feel like we don't really ever really wing anything. Um, we're very careful and we take our time and we talk to a lot of people, uh, before we make a decision. And I think that's something that's really paid off for us um, because in the be- in the very beginning we had people telling us, don't be scared to ask for questions and listen to people, because people are going to share with you the truth a lot of the time. And if you don't listen, you know, there's no point wasting your time asking them for advice. So we've done that so far, and it honestly has been really, really helpful.
0: Yeah, listening is is huge, huh? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, we have really great advisors as well um, that we're thankful to have. So everything is really kind of run by a number of people before we make a decision.
0: So I'm gonna jump into one of the questions in in the questionnaire that we're gonna post later on in the blog when we when we post this um, online at Field Talk. But um, I I wanted to kind of get your um, a little bit more insight around. If if you meditate and why or why not? And and your answer to that was not completely or properly yet, but I'm learning. So yeah. <laughs> what what is your understanding of properly?
1: Well, meditating to me is something that kind of came into my life probably like a year or two ago. And it was from people around me saying, you have to do it. You have to do it. like It's changed my life. And I've always wanted to do it, but I haven't completely 100% committed yet and really felt like I'm doing it right, which I've heard some people say there is no right way to do it. You just, you just do it and you get better at it. Um, so that's why I say properly is because my, when I think of people meditating, I think that there's a proper way to do it that I'm not doing, but I'm getting similar benefits out of it from the way I've been doing it through journaling and just kind of, um, a bit of silence and thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you go on for saying for the past two years, I've been journaling a bit as my form of meditation and it's super empowering. Um, you know, I've, and you're not the first person that I, that I hear this from. Um, I also like to journal, um, is what, what part of the process of journaling, like taking, do you do it with pencil or do you actually like, um, type it?
1: No, I do it with pen. Write it. Okay, so,
0: so you write it, right? So yeah. what, what what a part of that process of like taking a pen to paper, um, what, what happens in, in those moments when you are in your thoughts and, and everything?
1: I am just a big believer in putting something in the world, um, especially written down. Um, not only the process of writing it, that your brain is, you know, really thinking it through and your eyes can see it, but just having it exist in the world on something tangible, um, is going to promote a bigger, um, it's just going to have a bigger impact in my mind. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, I try to write in a very positive way. So I'll kind of write things I'm thankful for, like a gratitude kind of process, and then even if I'm writing something, you know, negative that I feel like, I feel like sad today about whatever, like bothers me that this happened. Um, I try to end it in a positive way that like, Oh, I'm going to do this, which I think is going to help. Um, and it just kind of, for me, I've always been one of those people who has to write things down and I
0: remember it better. You used one of my favorite words, um, gratitude and What is? Do you think gratitude exists in food, in nutrition?
1: Yeah, I think it does. I mean, it's definitely an interesting way to think about food.
0: There's an entire world around us that is interconnected without us being able to see. It's completely invisible. So have you ever stopped to think about what it takes to get food on your plate, on our plates? I mean... We eat three times, five times, seven times a day. We either cook it or we purchase it, we put it in our mouths, and then we do it all again. There's an awesome article that I found uh, through the chopra.com, and it's really interesting um, of their approach about gratitude, and this is, and I quote, If you trace your food back to the original source and express gratitude for each step of the way, it would go something like this. I'm grateful for the seeds that were cultivated over hundreds of years to produce our crops. I'm grateful for the nutrient-rich soil that our food grew in. I'm grateful for the clean water supply to provide hydrogen to the roots in the soil. I'm grateful for the weather that provided perfect growing conditions. I'm grateful for the farmers who strategically planned their crop selection. I'm grateful for the workers on the farm who perform physical labor to harvest the crops. I'm grateful for the lives of the animals that were sacrificed for our nourishment. I'm grateful for the truck driver who drove the produce to the store. I'm grateful for the grocery store that stocks our local products so that we can easily swing by from work to pick up I'm grateful for the grocery store clerk who smiles and helps you at the checkout. I'm grateful for the person who prepared your food with love. If we take a look at all of these things that we're grateful for. The the roadmap of, of food to our mouths is a lot longer and a lot more dynamic and complicated than we think of. So... We don't have to think about all of this when we're about to eat because, uh, you know, we also don't want to be stressed. But at least consciously say thank you.
1: I think it does.
0: I mean, it it, it was a big reason why, um, you know, I wanted to kind of... dive into plant-based. Just, I mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just wanted to be thankful for the food that I, that was in front of me every time I ate, you know, and, and then, yeah. you know, even if it's, if it's eating um, um, beef meat or w- whatever, whatever it is that you have in front of you, I think, you know, gratitude is definitely has its space. It should definitely yeah. hold space in that interaction with food. Right.
1: Yeah, well, I had – when I was vegan, I started to get so vegan that I actually felt bad about eating plants. Like, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like <laughs> if we talk to our plants, yeah, yeah, yeah. they would grow more. And, yeah, yeah. you know, like they show that, you know, you can see signs of stress and things like that. And I, I was like, I can't eat plants anymore. And then I realized, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to live and survive if I don't eat. And that's when it turned to gratitude for me. It was like, okay, I'm going to just – you know, take it slow and I will eat some meat like fish and organic, uh, chicken or Turkey, but in moderation. And when I eat it, I have to be super thankful for it. And I, I try now even more to only eat any kind of meat at home. So I actually have to go to the store and do the whole process of buying it and make sure it meets my standards, you know, bringing it home and preparing it. um, and that, for me, I think is a way I can kind of keep more gratitude involved in it as
0: well. Another question from the, um, from the survey is, what are you looking forward to learning more about? And the first thing you said was people.
1: Mm-hmm. They're,
0: every, they're every, uh, every changing needs and desires. What do you mean about, What do you mean by that? That's super deep. I, I would love to, <laughs> to, to get some insight on this.
1: Um, I'm just a people person. I've always been interested in being around other people. And that was one thing through modeling that I've been really thankful for is like living in the model apartment with, uh, so many different girls from different cultures and, uh, countries. It was, it was really cool to me to learn about their wants and desires. And I mean, at the end of the day, you really kind of learn that we're all the same. Um, you know, we're different, but we're at the end of the day, like we all love the same, we all laugh the same for the most part. And that was really cool to me. But um, just in running a business as well, I mean, things are always changing, what people want. Um, you know, one day, the one ingredient is great and really cool. And then, you know, later, it's it's not the greatest thing anymore. And people are focused on other things. And why that happens and what's fueling that is stuff to me that's um, really interesting.
0: Amazing. Amazing. So... You know, people who are listening to this podcast, who's going to, who are going to see the video and who are going to read the blog, if, you know, if they want to support you um, and Kalumi, how can they do that right now?
1: Um, It'd be great to kind of, any feedback anyone has, whether they, if they've tried the product, what they love about it or what they maybe are missing from it. Um, If they haven't tried the product, why they haven't tried it, you know, is it because they haven't heard of it? Is it because of some other reason? Um, and what do you think now knowing what you've heard, um, could change your mind about trying it if you haven't tried it?
0: Do you want to give a shout out to anyone and, and thank them? and
1: Yeah. Well, my boyfriend first <laughs> has been there awesome. every of the way and really, really honest. Um, anyone in my life who's super honest, I like love them because <laughs> honesty is really helpful. Um, my intern, Catherine, who's actually here listening in, <laughs> um, she's been with us for, I think maybe six months, it's been six months now. Yeah. She, um, super helpful and she's helping us get the product into a lot of clients' hands, which is exciting. Um, we have another intern, um, Natalie as well. And Jayla was probably also up there, number one. <laughs> um, cause even though we're in this together, we have days where one of us is, you know, maybe down and it. we have to bring each other back up. And she's, when I'm down, she's always, you know, on the up and cheering me on. And my parents, of course, they don't, it's funny. I love my parents and they love me and they love whatever I do. But I, because they're not business people in this way, I think that they kind of think this is like a side project or something. Uh, but they are, <laughs> they are supportive and they think it's cool. Like, especially with the Urban Outfitters launch, they were excited, but Um, it's, yeah, I was surprised that they're actually not, um, around more than they are.
0: Yeah. I mean, that it's amazing to have, um, a a support system and, you know, first off, like huge shout out to boyfriends and girlfriends and wives and husbands and people that are just there to listen to the whole, you know, and see the entire (laughs) roller coaster because they're the closest ones, right? Like they're always there when they're seeing you smile and when they're seeing you, you know, being like, F this, what the hell, like, why'd that happen? Even though, you know, you're an upbeat, shiny person, you know, you o- you always have those moments, you know, where like challenges arise and things come around the corner that you never thought of. Um, and, and they're, you know, they're there to listen. An- another awesome soundboard um, that you get to share with. So yeah. that's amazing. It's very yeah,
1: cool. See the long work days, and like I said, he was brutally honest with me. The first year, after I think maybe four or five months, and he was like, "You are working so much. You're not cooking dinner for yourself or us, and you're not working out." You know, and I was like, "Whoa, how am I gonna run a health company if I'm not taking care of myself?" You're right. Like I didn't realize I was so sucked into work because I was so excited about starting a company, and it was so yeah. great that he was supportive, and he said. What he said because it was true
0: (laughs) absolutely absolutely that's good yeah and of course you know the company is made by in this case two people and 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 the team right so if if that team and you know the 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 leaders aren't where they need to be aren't aligned and i mean it it, it's going to reflect on the overall um you know project and business and brand and everything um so very cool. Uh, where can people find you online? Even though it's going to be posted on the website and everything, um, where can people connect with you and get your products and and you know all that?
1: Yeah. So um, our website is kalumihealth.com. We have blogs, interviews of inspirational females on there monthly, as well as obviously our products. Um, and then Kalumi Health on Instagram. It's just at Kalumi Health. And then Jayla and I's personal is at Chrissy underscore Blair and Jayla at Jayla Harnwell.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much, Chrissy.
1: Thank you. It's awesome speaking to you.
0: Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Devotion Freeze. We were able to peek into an up and coming natural products, California startup and discover another example of how everyone has their own path to finding their own devotion. Chrissy started her adult career as an international model and quickly found her passion, developing a new natural products category. She never envisioned that, um, you know, there there was no complete, perfect, out of the box blueprint map to do what she's doing today. So look out everyone, because I have a feeling Kalumi Health is here to stay. And whether it's collagen in the next, you know, two or three years, Maybe there's going to be another ingredient that piques their interest and then they're going to get further into developing that specific product to help all of us shine inside and out. So don't forget to reach out to Chrissy and her team at Kalumi Health. If you have any feedback or questions for them, I'm sure they would be open arms to anything you would like to share. Thanks again for tuning in, everyone. I'm starting to get back online, so get at me on Instagram and Snapchat at Pablo I. Quiroga, stay tuned to our digital space at FuelTalk.co, and continue exploring the extra fuel from all of our different podcasts that we have online. If you live an active lifestyle, please stay tuned for a waking dream body scan meditation that's going to go on right after I say goodbye. So don't forget, everyone, crush your ego, devote your life to your inner passions, light up your inner guru lab, and get free.
2: Sit comfortably or lie down. Close your eyes and visualize your body. Breathe comfortably. And on your next inhale, breathe into your heart. Feel the rhythm of your heart as you breathe out. You may breathe out through your nose or mouth, whatever feels good to you. And now visualize the light of the sun. Feel the heat as it radiates on your body. And on your next inhale, breathe in the light of the sun your jaw and let the warmth radiate through any tension you may be holding there. Just let it go. And as you breathe in again, this time into your hips, allow your breath to bring in the golden light of the Sun. As you breathe out, allow this light to radiate through every tissue, releasing tensions, repairing, rejuvenating. And now breathe in again, and this time send your breath to your knees and let the sunlight radiate. On and through your wonderful knees. Let the golden light be there as you breathe out and release any tensions, any worries, any fears. Let them off your knees. Now breathe into your feet. Bring the golden light as you breathe into your wonderful feet. Let it radiate through every cell as you breathe out the golden sunlight through every cell in your feet. And now visualize yourself surrounded by a halo of golden light you'll feel your body growing warm and if you have tension let the golden light go there as you breathe naturally comfortably safely and continue to breathe and allow the golden light of the sun to naturally and gracefully nourish your limbs your mind, send the golden light of the sun to any area that needs repairing, breathe into that area of the golden light of the sun, breathe out and allow this light to nourish your body. And continue to breathe as you come back to your heartbeat. Breathe easefully as you slowly wiggle your toes and gently open your eyes.